0: Podcast appears. Host uses intro. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's the week of November 19, 2018. This is Sergio, aka Lieutenant Surge. And today I am once again joined by Daryl.
1: That wasn't very effective.
0: (laughs) And Kevin. What's good, everybody? What's good, Lieutenant Surge? Number 22, Firo, the big Pokemon. Firo is a large, (laughs) mostly brown alien Pokemon with dark, powerful wings. It has a long, pointed pink beak. Firo's large wings and stamina allow it to fly for an entire day without landing. Shout out to (laughs) Firo. Wow,
1: Wow, we went there.
0: And you know what? Shout out to one of my (laughs) favorite basketball players,
2: Taj Gibson from the Chicago Bulls. Well, he used to be on the Bulls, but now he's on the Timberwolves, but... Man, I I have his jersey number twenty-two. Ooh, not five feet away from me, but about fifteen feet away from me. So <laughs> I, I wear it with pride, with my my team, Shy City. Boom, baby. That's all I got, though. <laughs> nice, fitting, uh, fitting. <laughs> Shout out to Tuck.
1: that. Does that does relate to Pokemon? I see it.
2: It, it does, yeah. Twenty-two, <laughs> man. One of the best numbers in the
0: world. So, Palindrom too. It, well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so as you might have guessed from that special intro today we're taking a deep dive at the recent release of pokemon let's go pikachu and pokemon let's go eevee we have a great question from listener Lussie that has to do with pokemon as a series and the hype and potential sales impact that these two games could have uh, that's coming up in a bit but first daryl has a couple of games to tell us about so daryl what do you have for us
1: Oh man, the the hot tag there. Okay, uh, I <laughs> I have been playing uh, a little bit of Dead Cells lately, and I felt like we should probably bring it up. And the reason I thought that is there's been a couple ranking sites lately that have listed some of the best indie games on, on Switch, and mm. one in particular actually listed it as number one, the best indie game on Switch. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, so... I saw that, and then uh, it's kind of weird, Rogue Legacy got put on sale, so I thought about picking that up, and then that somehow led me back to just picking up Dead Cells, so I I just (coughs) grabbed it. Uh, So, what it is, it's basically a... a, I always get these terms wrong, so I apologize, but it's it's a roguelike, so every run of the game is... You start from the beginning, you get as far as you can. Uh, There are some permanent upgrades, but mostly uh, you're just going for the single run and whatever weapons you have. It plays, a lot of people have been referring to it as uh, Metroidvania. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't really see it. To be honest, it just plays kind of like a 2D action game to me. There is some exploration, but for the most part, the areas are fairly... Uh, segmented and and kind of self contained. So, mm. but what I can say is, I didn't know what to expect at all, and I am I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. It's actually <laughs> hey, turns out it's a good game, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, you know, uh, just from some gameplay videos that that was my first impression. Uh, this game is heavily inspired by games like Hollow Knight. It reminded me of that one. Like right away, but I guess it makes sense that it's being a roguelike, it's not as structured as a a real Metroidvania game.
2: (laughs) But is there a story though? Is there a plot line to this whole situation? Because, I mean, when I think of Dead Cells, I mean, I'm just, I mean, there's got to be a story, right?
1: (laughs) So there's a lot of lore and there's a lot of world. I'm not, uh, I don't think I'm deep enough to really see, like, a real story. You play as this character that basically <laughs> he doesn't have a head, uh, and he can't die. So mm. you're just you keep that that's kind of their their reasoning for the, the roguelike version is that you just kinda every time you die, you just kinda spit back at the start and you start over. Now what's weird about it is that the map changes a little bit every time. So you, you you're not running through the same areas. You're running through the same area types but there's Mm. small changes here and there especially on where the weapons are what weapons you get what upgrades you can get uh, where the enemies are that that kind of thing and uh, Sergio you brought up Hollow Knight and I think that that is something that I I really wanted to talk about it's a really good comparison in that so going back to my discussion on Hollow Knight terrific game didn't really hit me the right way just I didn't like the feeling that the the game gave me as far as it was kind of this gothic, dark, broody world. And and if you stay in it long enough, it just kind of stresses you out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Dead Cells, I kind of, the reason I I waited so long to kind of jump in on it was I was a little worried about the same thing. I I kept hearing it was a very hard game, which, to be honest, I kind of like. But (laughs) I kept hearing it was hard, and you start over a lot, and... Mm -hmm. Watching videos, the the art style is a little interesting, and there's, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of blood and and, and <laughs> some gory things and such. Not not terrible, but it's right. it's there. But what I found is it's actually, for whatever reason, despite being kind of more overt in the actual presentation of, uh, I'll say the adult themes, whatever, it's actually more lighthearted than Hollow Knight was by like a wide margin. So oh, interesting. interestingly enough, it's just a lot more fun for me to play. Hmm. So that's refreshing. I was, I was a little worried about it when I was picking it up and decided to go through with it anyway. And it's just, yeah, turns out it's a lot of fun, particularly. So also going back to the, the hollow night discussion, I said probably the most important thing for a Metroidvania to have is tight controls, a, a, a character that you like to actually control in that world, yes. And mm-hmm. well, I don't think this is a Metroidvania. It does have some of the same type platforming and and same type gameplay that a Metroidvania does. And I'll say this game controls fantastically. Like you have just enough options to do pretty much everything that you want. Uh, you have a, a double jump in the middle midair. It doesn't go super high, but it is helpful. Uh, there's tons of different weapons that all control very, very differently that you can choose between bows and shields and all different kinds of swords and things. And it's just, yeah, it, it, it definitely checks the box that this is a, it, it looks really good. Like the, they've done some really cool things with their animation strategy where it just, the best way I can put it is it just looks like there's more frames of animation than most games have. Like, hmm. Every time you do an attack like the the character actually follows through with it and you see them move as if they would whereas right. a lot of games just kind of skip some of the steps there and get to the <laughs> the actual uh, meat of the actions but now here everything looks really good it runs really smooth and all the weapons control differently but they all they all feel pretty good so yeah ultimately um Right now, I'm like I said, I'm a little, little early in it. I got past the first boss. I'm working my way on the the nice. second boss, who uh, kind of housed me the first time I got to him. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. But so far, yeah, good game. Uh, mm-hmm. As is <laughs> the the reason the the list with it as number one on the system surprised me is that it actually beat out Celeste.
2: Yeah, that's pretty. Interesting. Right. I mean, like, I would think that Celeste would be like in the top of the charts. I mean, yeah, Celeste was like the...
1: number four on that list or, or something. Whoa, like that, which frankly is a little crazy to me. I I understand <laughs> some people don't like the game, and that that's fine.
0: <laughs>
1: but so I I picked it up, and I'm not. This game is not going to hit me as hard as Celeste did. It's not going to resonate with me, uh, or be as high on on my personal list as Celeste was. But it's a fun game. Uh, also shout outs to Celeste for being nominated for the the game awards game of the year actually Yo, game of the year, games with impact best indie game and best music score so shout outs to Lena Rain.
0: nice,
2: there we go I mean definitely deserves that praise and I mean Celeste is we've talked about before how Celeste is a must play game and for those who haven't played it, play it, y'all gonna miss out if you don't, you're right, you gotta (laughs) play play it it. don't miss out, (laughs) let's play it (laughs)
1: But yeah, I, I don't I don't want to discredit Dead Cells because it, honestly it's it's been kind of a pleasant surprise, which is yeah you know, it's funny to say after it's gotten all these rave reviews from everywhere everywhere else. But for whatever mm. reason I was a little hesitant to get it, and I'm glad I did. I'm having so far I'm having fun with it. The only thing I can say in a negative sense is that being a rogue like sometimes you devote about eh. 30 minutes or so in a run and then you just die in a very bad way and that's right mm. that will always be a little frustrating i have seen some stuff in the game that leads me to believe there will be shortcuts and such uh in in a little bit i hope that's the case so if they do add shortcuts so you don't have to continue to <laughs> wipe the floor with the first boss and, and things like that <laughs> that'd be nice uh but mm-hmm. we'll yeah, we'll see
0: Nice, and you know that always happens. You find out about an older or oldish game that you just missed out, and then you you get the opportunity not only to play it and enjoy it, but to share it with others. So it's definitely definitely nice.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, what is your favorite weapon to use in Dead Cells?
1: Uh, so far, and so there's there's a couple combinations I really like. Mm-hmm. Basically, the weapon structure is you have a sword type weapon. Like some mm-hmm. sort of you, and you don't. You're not held to this. You can have two bows if you want, uh, but typically you have a melee weapon, a long Language range weapon of some sort, and a couple grenades or traps or things like that. Mm. So you can, in in terms of melee weapons, the one I like so far it actually doesn't do that much damage, but it's it's the lightning whip, uh, which Whoa. just kind of it kind of homes in on enemies by itself. So that makes some of the little frustrations with flying enemies and such a little easier to deal with. The other ones I like are the ones that give you special bonus for certain attacks. Like I got one that if you land an attack behind an enemy, it actually does critical damage. Mm-hmm. So then you you plan your strategy around that, and that, that's kind mm-hmm. of fun. In terms of the ranged weapon, by far my favorite one, it looks like he, he does the animation kind of like a Hadouken. But it's actually, like, this gigantic shotgun blast of freezing stuff. And it actually freezes the enemies, like, in, in ice. And then you have Whoa. some time to actually go around and, you know, clean them up. But it's just a cool-looking attack. It works really well. And, and there's some bonuses on the other weapons that actually stack. If You know, they do more damage against frozen Ooh. opponents mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's it's a pretty deep system. I'm actually pretty impressed with how well everything kind of works together.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So yeah, definitely keep us posted on your progress and your your final thoughts on, on how you end up enjoying the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, next week. Still haven't beaten the second boss, guys.
2: <laughs> Yo, how <laughs> many, and how many bosses are there? there I have no R idea. Just, I, okay. haven't,
1: I haven't spoiled anything for myself, so I'm just okay. going to keep yeah, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there you go.
0: Sounds good. So with that, let's go ahead and talk about what <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> versions we got. Yeah. So, first off, Daryl, are the rumors true? You didn't get any of them?
1: Well, I got Pokemon Let's Go Not Buy This Game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did I did not pick this one up.
0: Diko used U-Turn. It's super effective.
2: Oh, man. But you know what, though, Sergio? I know you picked it up, and how do you like it so far?
0: I do. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but Cool. Daryl, if you had to choose, if you really had to, which one would you pick or choose?
1: Well, of the two versions? Yes. Being Pikachu and Eevee?
2: Choose wisely.
1: Being the best Pokemon ever and also Pikachu?
2: Oh, here we go. Eevee forever. <laughs> Whoa! Eevee forever! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Great choice. <laughs> Is that is that cool, Sergio? He chose the the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're with yeah. me, right, Serge? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> Sergio, right?
0: <laughs> uh, just, just leave it a choice. Leave it a no. choice. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I did get Pikachu, so I did do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Here we go. Just kidding, Sergio just jokes. <laughs> 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 I need to step away from. <laughs> Oh man, yo, that was pretty good. (laughs) This this episode's going places, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes. So uh, I did get, you know, uh, the Pikachu version. Uh, My Pikachu is a lady. I almost, Mm. almost named her Pikachu, but (laughs) I I came to my senses before I did that. (laughs) Is that a thing? Why? uh, I don't understand. Mm, but I was thinking of just going with Pikachu because she's a she. But maybe we'll see. You didn't go with Pikachu Libre,
2: <laughs> yo? Oh,
0: would... of course. Did you yeah. know the heart shaped
2: tail
1: indicates it's a female?
0: <laughs> oh, That's
2: right. Fun fact. Hell yeah! <laughs> all
1: right, all right. So, honestly, what, what do you what do you actually think about the game so far?
0: Well, it, it it's complicated because I I forgot. I kind of. Got lost in the hype a little bit, and I forgot that this is meant to be a bridge game, you know, between people that are playing just Pokemon Go on their uh, cell phones and people that prefer their traditional Pokemon experience with the full, the core series uh, that we get a game usually like every two years. So being a bridge game, you know, there's things that you like, things that you don't. I'm not the biggest fan of the catching mechanics from Pokemon Let's Go. But everything else is is just as I remember, you know, Pokemon, the battles and choosing the types, it's all there. Just the, mm-hmm. the mechanics of the catching, it's it's different and then you, you the way you get experience is also different. So as long as you don't forget that like I did, <laughs> you should be fine.
2: Yeah, just by looking at how the catching mechanic works and you can actually gain experience points for all of the Pokemon that you have in your party, you actually get more experience points from catching then you battle so it's a pretty interesting thing uh and, and right you know i mean the graphics just they just they blossom really well in this game i i really i really still like the exaggerated you know facial expressions when they when like the the trainers who you battle against lose a battle or something <laughs> and then you know brock man i saw that that x pose and i know everybody's like well you've seen that pose a lot in previous games, but I got to say Wakanda Forever, you know, like Black Black Panther. I mean, that was the first thing I thought about when when I got the game. That's right. I, I got <laughs> Let's Go Eevee, uh, you know, on, on, who I think is on the right side. And, you know, just uh, initially I was going to get the game. I was very stubborn about it. And then I gave in. The barrier cracked. (laughs) The doors opened. I'm like, fork it. I just, I couldn't take it. I had to go to Best Buy, you know, with the 20% GCU, you know. Nice. Which expires next year. So, you know. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. You still have the Best Buy card. You Gotta use it. So, got the game, played it for two, three hours over the weekend. And yeah, I, I like it so far. I think that it does a good job with nostalgia, it hit me hard so well, if that makes any sense. And it's I mean, yeah, and then just like catching all the Pokemon and then I'm trying to get it shiny, like holy shoot, like and then ah, uh, it it's cool. I, I really do like it so far. It's definitely not for the hardcore, like, oh, gotta have that same exact formulas type of thing. It is a like what Sergio says, like a bridge between the casual and the hardcore style <laughs> of Pokemon games and I think it's just really relaxing to play and, you know, just being able to, you know, just go through your journey, catch Pokemon, battle and see there's ridiculous facial expressions when you lose. And <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm having a good time with it so far, so I, I can't complain about it.
1: So you guys both said it hits you kind of in the nostalgia area. Are you talking specifically for nostalgia from like Red Blue or something else?
2: Sun and Moon. No, I'm just kidding. No, jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Not, I, and I apologize for those who really like Sun and Moon. I personally didn't like it. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. But it definitely hit me hard with Red and Blue because back in fourth grade, it was the biggest thing and since sliced bread. And, you know, we were 10 years old and, like, everybody in school knew about Pokemon, man. Like, just everybody was so into, like, the monsters and the journeys and, like, Going through the gyms and just talking about it in person, like, oh, what kind of Pokemon do you have? Oh, well, how come Scyther's not in that game? And it's just stuff like that. And it's really, it it was just, it's really a cultural phenomenon. Uh, I think it still is. Yes. You know, in 98, man, that was just like the, the key, just having everyone together playing this game. And unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because a lot of people did not play the second generation after that with Pokemon Gold and Silver. And I'm probably getting way too much into this because we're, we're gonna our listener mail <laughs> or could that uh, the one person who asked that question is gonna we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but yeah for now with Pokemon Let's go. I just ran blue. Red and blue. Or green was it red and green? Is because green is uh it's in Japan, right? Like they, I no, think yes. it wasn't red and blue yeah, so it was red and green. But red and blue specifically in the States, so man.
0: Yeah. And, you know, Daryl, that's a really good question because I would say it's sort of double nostalgia in a way. There's the regular, it's a new Pokemon game kind of thing and, you know, tried and true and you're doing basically the same thing. That's half of the nostalgia. And then you're back in Kanto and, you know, it's a very, very faithful remake of the first generation of Pokemon. That just makes it double nostalgia and it makes it (laughs) awesome.
1: That's cool. I mean, I I I'm going to show my hand a little bit here and uh, <laughs> I'll I'll admit to something. I've never been a Pokemon guy. Like I have mm. played one Pokemon game ever and it's just not I don't know. I like I like RPGs and I even like what it's doing as the simplified RPG, but you know, I played it like I just played through it and I didn't really worry too much about trying to catch them all and 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 all that. <laughs> right. Or any or anything like that. So coming into let's go i'm I'd, I'd be lying if i said i wasn't at least intrigued by it just because you know kind of this rethinking of what pokemon is is kind of a i don't know that's an interesting prospect because they haven't truly done that with the series very often mm-hmm. but i don't know it's just it, it's one of the the big game series that i'm i i kind of missed the boat on i think hmm
2: yeah, and and it, it's all good if you know whether you're into Pokemon or not. I mean, I can understand why you would feel that way because, it, you know, the formula of you know just catching these monsters and just battling with them and stuff. I mean, it it can't, it could doesn't always appeal to everybody. I, I I mean, I I guess from from my standpoint, this is like oh, they're just like your, like these 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 people that are not people like these pocket monsters that could be your friends and. I mean, when you're a lot younger, it just appeals to you more because it's like it's larger than life. And I think as you get older, I think you start to think about other types of RPGs that you know, with like maybe more so with teenagers or adults who you know are facing real hard challenges. And so when you think about Pokemon, it's it doesn't always appeal that way, if you know what I mean? Like because Pokemon's always going to be that same formula of like just going through your journey and catching monsters and you know becoming the the best at never was her ever was and
1: yeah i mean i think I, I i think i just may have put my my finger on the actual issue there because i started thinking about uh and <laughs> i'm i'm sorry for mentioning this again it, it's coming up a lot lately but i started thinking about golden sun i started yeah. thinking about the the <laughs> the gin in golden sun and i really did want to collect you know every time you go to a screen and one's on there you're like oh man i got to get him yeah oh yeah <laughs> got to get the gin, man <laughs> and the the reason for that was all of them actually had like they they were all useful right and mm. you picked them up and instantly your party was better because you picked them up and you could do something else with Isaac and you have this ability now and it's it's awesome so that there was a, this huge reward for it versus pokemon a lot of times you're going around and you get you're kind of led to okay you want to catch this pokemon but it's you know you kind of know it's not going to replace any of your top 6 so, right. I'm sorry, you don't have Zubat yet. You're not going to add Zubat to your party. You're not. So, I'm just not well, going to get all that excited yeah. about it, you know? No, I know
2: what you mean. I, I mean, like...
1: I've got, I've got, got... freaking Pikachu and <laughs> and Zapdos Car-Man. and, you know, like, all these awesome Pokemon in, in my party. And I'm not going to, you know, I really don't want Weevil. <laughs>
2: well, I I. I personally had Weevil in my top six in one of the games before, so I really enjoyed having...
1: Should I have gone Metapod there? Oh, you know, man. (laughs) How about Butterfree? Let's do that.
2: Butterfree? Man, that one episode of Pokemon, man. Ah, bleep. (laughs) I don't know why, just sometimes I think about those episodes in the the first season of Pokemon, and it just hits me as a little kid at the time, but man, I I don't know. It's... It's just hard to describe. There's a lot of things with Pokemon that just hits you with just not just nostalgia, but also just a, a feel good kind of thing. And yes. it, it, sometimes it's good to have that. Not all the time. I Personally for me, I'm like a Metapod. I'm more hardened now. I mean, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really like to have all that sort of feel good stuff all the time, just because I'm more interested in a variety of different, you know, games and, with different settings and story and moods and stuff so but a pokemon game you're guaranteed a good time there i mean this is like a, a safe bet
0: yeah and you know before we move on to the listener question that we talked about uh decoy or daryl's point <laughs> <laughs> makes me wonder is are these games a good jumping on point because like we said it's a bridge game but it's also a remake of the very first generation and it's it's really well done, you know. They don't tweak pretty much anything on it. It's they keep everything classic from yellow, and it's all there. So I do wonder. I mean, if if somebody brand new to the series comes here and and, and doesn't really enjoy the way the catching works, you know, we just hopefully there's a way for somebody to explain. Well, this is a bridge game between the mobile game and the the real games where you mm-hmm. actually catch in the classic. I would say more fun and more challenging way too.
2: Yeah. And I think it would appeal to kids now, like 2018, if you're like 19 years old or maybe, or you're a preteen, I think that it will definitely appeal to that generation. I mean, just like how it appealed to our generation back in when Pokemon Blue and Red came out in 98 in the States. So yes, I think it really just depends on the, on your audience and who you talk to, but I can tell you for sure though, like, some of the some of the friends that I I know who have the switch they bought Pokemon Let's Go because they want to feel that nostalgic again. They want to feel like they were back when they were little kids and just really charmed with the Pokemon thing and having those companions with you all the time. And I I am mixed about the hype that it should or shouldn't have gotten, but you know it. Anyway, I'm gonna say <laughs> I can't. I keep going to that. <laughs> I keep going to that. It's just like. You know, I know we got the listener mail question and I apologize for going ahead of myself, but (laughs) it's just, you know, anyway, Sergio, what is our listener mail today?
0: (laughs) Nice. So it is by listener Lussie and Mm. here we go. So Lussie used submission of question via email and the (laughs) the question reads, (laughs) hi guys, by the time the next episode is aired, the new Pokemon Let's Go will have come out and my question has to do with that. It's a long question. I'm really looking forward to it, I've been into Pokemon since I played Red and Yellow in the early teens and watched the anime every Saturday morning. However, the next time I actually played Pokemon again was when the 3DS made it possible for me, and since X and Y, I've enjoyed being in the Pokeverse again. I'm far from a hardcore Pokemon gamer though, and that's why I think Let's Go will be perfect for me, I'm more like a Pokemon enthusiast. The main point of Let's Go is nostalgia, approachability. Happy gaming and lots of challenge at the end for Completionist. Sounds like my deal, and I'm hyped. But I feel like no one else is hyped. Even you guys said about Valhalla, play it until Smash comes out. It's a Pokemon game. It's a console seller. It's a hugely successful series, and Pokemon Go still has millions and millions of active gamers, yet Nintendo has given like 30% of the directs this year to Smash and have barely mentioned Let's Go. I had to find out about a new video release in the Switch news page. I think this general lack of interest from everyone is mirroring Nintendo's own blanking on the game, but I don't understand why. Generally, Pokemon gamers are informed about the new mainline games, but this game has the potential to sell games and consoles to millions of kids and me right before Christmas. So, I guess my question is, Bloody hell, Nintendo, why aren't you getting everyone <laughs> hyped about this new Pokemon game that at the moment has an over 80% rating in Metacritic and in many ways seems cool as fudge?
2: Lizzie <laughs> oh. is rage. And is rage. <laughs> and and Lizzie, I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, There's a really clear reason why it's not as hyped as it should be. And it's just because of the history that Pokemon had, you know, like when it first came out in, in 96, 98, you know, it, it was, it really started a cultural phenomenon and people were so inspired by just the, just the, the friendships that you can get with from Pokemon and be able to use them in battle, you know, and, and then when they started remaking these games in different generations and adding more Pokemon, like you would think it'd be pretty cool. And it, it was cool to a certain point where, yeah, like there's all these Pokemon, but there's so many, and then you know they are reusing the same formula over and over again. And you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, if it, if something works, why break it, right? Why change it? But I think at some point with the Pokemon series, like I honestly, for me, I felt like even after like the fifth generation, and this is coming from someone who played all the generations except the sixth generation. So, uh, <laughs> I it, it got stale. It really got stale. It just the same forking formula, excuse me. Formula again of going to gyms and, you know, trying to be the best ever, like it just it was very repetitious and like it, it kind of lost its luster to be honest. For me at least. And I, I'm not the only one who thinks this way. Like I've had friends who played pretty much like all, most of generations or even all of them and you know, it's it, it doesn't have the same excitement experience as it did back in when it first came out in the late 90s I feel like there's so many other games out there and you know with with Pokemon I mean even there's like Yokai Watch If you guys heard of Yokai Watch? I mean that's pretty popular yes. in Japan too and like I, I'm not sure if they were inspired by Pokemon but it's pretty huge and oh, yeah. <laughs> like there's just so many of these sort of things out there like it's hard for Pokemon to really adapt and, and change for the better um, and and you know, yeah. what I do want to say though, and I'm sorry if I'm going on for long, but I do want to say though, Pokemon Go was a gr- it was a smart darn move. Like, I remember summer 2016, like everybody played Pokemon Go, man. Like, yes. like it was just, I've heard people okay, who got dates from Pokemon Go. That is, that's legit, <laughs> bruh. Like, that is honestly a reincarnation of the cultural revolution that Pokemon has done. For, for video gaming, for just for kids, for everybody, and like, goodness gracious, I mean, and and for you Sergio, you said that pe- millions of people, or no, not you, but sorry, Lassie, Lassie said that millions of people still play Pokemon Go, like, heck yeah, I have people in the office that still play, and and people that I know online would still play, like it is still a huge thing, and there's that love is still there, but I'm just saying from, given my experience with playing the RPGs, and the competitive battling, and you know, I even had an experience where I would spend so much time trying to get the perfect IVs, the perfect like stats for my Pokemon, right. until one of my friends said, "Hey, you could use a program to just get the perfect Pokemon you want, and then you can compete with them." I'm like, "Really? That that really that killed it for me, especially compared to battling. Like that that you don't know like how that broke my heart because then I felt like I wasted 300 hours of my life. Okay, just because right. like just for a program that can just give me the perfect Pokemon, and when you're a competitor, like you always want the the very best.
1: Like no one ever was.
2: Right, like no one ever was. <laughs> Do I regret that experience? No, but I feel pretty crappy for it because then it's like, man.
1: I, I kind of want to jump in, uh, <clears throat> just because there, there was there was a lot there, and and <laughs> even going back to to Lussie's email. First of all, uh, yeah, it called called me out a little bit for the the Brawlhalla comment. Uh, I stand by that. Actually Brawlhalla is a pretty fun game. It's free and I've been playing a li- it a little bit. It's a very very shallow kind of Smash Brothers game. So mm-hmm. you you get what you pay for there, but you don't pay anything. So, you know, it's 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 not bad. Yeah. So <laughs> those are my comments on on Brawlhalla. Uh right. for for Pokemon, I think I think what you're feeling is and and this is a little bit painful, but I think what we're feeling is that Pokemon is not for us anymore, and yes, it started that's... out being that when we were that age, and it stayed at that age. Now, you know, can't I'm, I'm not saying that you can't get enjoyment from a Pokemon game. There, you know, absolutely no joy, no judgment. You know, I mm-hmm. I play games that I played when I was eight and nine all the time, and I still enjoy them. So I'm not <clears throat> holding Pokemon to a different standard, but I do feel like the development teams are in that and, and the best analogy I can put to that is watch the Pokemon anime. If you watch the mm. the anime, they run through the same stories a lot
2: oh, like over and over and over yeah. and over
1: a lot because what they're doing is they're kind of, okay, this generation of kids is going to associate with this generation of the Pokemon anime. And then they're going to grow up and and start watching other things and, and all that. So now we've got to reset it and get, grab the new generation of kids I, again. And Ash will never, ever win the championship. But, you know, <laughs> it's the same thing with the games. I feel like they, they keep resetting them and they kind of get away w- with the... A lot of Pokemon games are kind of extremely similar because, you know, the target audience is continually shifting downward to generations and honestly if you think about that that's kind of a really cool thing in that you know kids are always going to have an entry point into Pokemon and I've, I've seen people call let's go the entry point into Pokemon I mean I guess but every game is I mean <laughs> you know <it's, laughs> Pokemon's a, f- a fairly friendly series anyway so I don't know I, th- I think I think what you're feeling is just the yeah the the industry itself doesn't seem very hyped for Pokemon because of two reasons. One, a lot of the the people in media have, you know, we've all played Pokemon. I mean, this is what the second or third time we've gone back to Kanto. I mean, this is, you know, <laughs> we're we're reliving uh the the reboots now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it it's a little self self uh repeating on us yeah and eight eight to ten year olds eight to twelve year olds are not gonna be really watching you know listening to us for for pokemon advice or really watching uh any major news site they're just gonna know that pokemon is coming out because it's being advertised and it is i was in in target yesterday and they've got this big display of of the new Pokemon stuff and oh by the way here's the toys and cards and stuff right beside it you know (laughs) like it's being leveraged it really is and it's being hyped up but it's kind of under where we're actually looking like if you're looking for Nintendo to hype it up to us I just think that they are like well you know if, if the people who need to know about Let's Go are gonna know because they, you know, they revealed it at one Nintendo Direct, and then they in- also included it at E3 that year in a pretty wide segment. So I feel like they put out yes quite a bit of footage for a game that honestly, there's not a whole lot of different footage that they want to show before <laughs> the game releases. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I don't know. I-, I, I think my point is, N- Nintendo is hyping it, or Nintendo and Pokemon Company are hyping it. Enough, just in different places than you might expect, and that's mm-hmm. it's it's a little weird to be a, an aging gamer at this point. <laughs>
2: uh.
0: No, but f- I mean for sure, and, and to go with what you said, I do agree and think that there was a lot of uh, promotion for it leading up to the release. You know, I I noticed there was a new trailer for the game. Like, I want to say there was one every two weeks for a mm-hmm. couple of months. So. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of that. They had a lot of Pikachu parade events in Japan. I know some of the members of the development team went to different parts all over the world just to partake in uh, launch events. So, th- you know, they're definitely they definitely care. There was even a an EV dance video. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw that. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> At first, I didn't watch it, but eventually, I did. That's terrible. <laughs> that I'm yeah oh, no. <laughs>
2: Evie dance. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to take you down.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I I just think with the Pokemon games, I mean, and 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 hopefully the the next gen Pokemon game coming out on the Switch is a is a huge success. I hope so. Um, as a fan and and just as a gamer in general, but like, I mean, with with the same sort of story over and over again. I mean, okay, I I know I know. Lola's is different because the whole island thing and you're, you're you're trying to conquer the islands but i'm gonna tell you right now man i did not like sun and moon all right i did not because like you have to pet your pokemon every five seconds like i'm i'm sorry that is just, like i spent 23 hours okay 23 hours playing the game and 14 of those hours were just paying on pokemon okay right? like just so i can battle just so i can get that extra advantage and you know yes. what that tells me that tells me that they're focused on all that fluff, the fill, the filler of going to this, you know, this imaginary. No, it's not imaginary, but it's like this is one area in the game where you can go into this carnival area where you can, like, you know, get more stuff for your Pokemon and make them beautiful and feed them and like pet them and stuff. Like, it was just so much, and I didn't. It just it wasn't that simple anymore. That's why I didn't like Sun and Moon, and I and I felt that from the with, with the RPGs that they were. Yes, the graphics are nice. Yes you know, they're trying, uh, you know, a little bit different with the story, but when you're adding that much filler and, and just having, spending all your, a lot more time just paying the Pokemon more than battling, like there's just something wrong there for me. And I just personally thought it was a turnoff and that's why I didn't finish the game. And I know that people are going to hate me for saying that, but like, (laughs) I, I honestly just thought it was a turnoff. Like it just couldn't, just doesn't work. Just
1: go back. I just go back to you know at at a certain point some of the design decisions are just not for you. It, no, yes. it's not. Oh, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah. not for Cause, me. Because and... you know kids eat that stuff up. You know that they do. We live in a world that hatchimals is a thing. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a lot I, of design uh... decisions that are made for people who are not gonna gonna get on this episode and talk mm. about trails in the sky. You know, like it's just it's two <laughs> different audiences.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, on. This guy's. I'm just no. I'm just. I'm just saying. I know. Like, I know. I'm saying. I know. Y-
1: you are very hardcore into RPGs, and I don't know that Pokemon necessarily is that. And you know, I might. I might get some some hate for this as well. You know, I'm not trying to to fire any shots. Like I said, if you like Pokemon, um, absolutely more power to you. Pokemon's a fun series. I get it. Like you're not alone, but I do think that. A lot of the complaints that I see people popping up about the newer games, more and more, I just feel like, well, no, you know, I can see kids really liking these decisions. So, you know, maybe, maybe it's just, we're just at that point.
2: And and again, it just hurts me when I think about it because, like, it's like the pure pan effect. Like, it never grows up. It's, uh, I I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but, like, it just, I feel like it's the pure pan effect where, like, it is going to be the same formula and it's going to appeal to kids, like, throughout generation after generation so i think that way is good i just for me it's like i i guess it's a lot harder for me to really love the series like i did back when i was nine or ten years old and hmm. i think the what i ranted earlier just now like it just shows my frustration at times because then i mean I, I i still adore the series It's just like it's just hard for me to to accept that fact that Daryl said that it's not for me anymore. Maybe it isn't, but I still bought the game and I, I mean, I still like it. I don't love it. Sorry guys, but I mean, it, it it's still, I know, I know it's, I keep it a hundred. So, but I i still enjoy playing it. So, I mean,
1: so let me ask you this. Have you gone back and played one of the older games recently? I'm talking like gold, silver, or fire red, or, or something like that.
2: I, I did a few years ago. Um, not, not for, like, when I, a few years ago when, you know, I, <laughs> I was trying to find the older game to play, and I, well, Gold and Silver was, was cool because, like, you were able to go to 16 gyms, not, like, 8, so it was a little different, so I thought that was really nice, and I had both Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver, so.
1: Thanks to Iwata.
2: Right. Shout out to Iwata. And, you know, it was, I think that was, like, the best, like, old-school Pokemon game. Because you know, sixteen gyms, and there's actually a slightly, slightly more depth in the story. Like it's three years later, right? I think it's three years later, right? Where uh, you know, Red and Blue are like Blue owns like the Viridian City gym, and then Red is like the you know he's at the mountain, he's right? At, like, the last challenge, and, <laughs> and then there's that one point where Misty was with her boyfriend, and then you try to you try to try to talk to her, and then like the boyfriend runs away. I think right? I don't know, like it. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, though. My
1: my point was, I feel like if you went back and played the games that you kind of started with, Mm -hmm. I feel like those would still resonate with you. And I don't think that I'm... The point I'm making is not that you have grown out of Pokemon. The the point that I'm making is that you've kind of grown away from the current design philosophy because I think they're doing things for kids now that just... That's not where you want to be. Does that make sense? I,
2: I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah. I think. I think that's why I feel this way, and that's why I spent like a thousand hours just now ranting. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> like, yeah. I I I feel so strongly about this because like, Pokemon does have a special place in my heart, and I, I I guess at some point I have to accept that maybe it's not for me anymore. And you know, at some point it was, and it was really fun, and but now that I'm a lot older, um, and I have different interests and. It's like, it's like that one thing I don't want to let go, but I mean...
1: It's that one thing you don't want to let's go?
2: Yeah. Exactly. Oh, god God. <laughs> hey. no, I mean... <laughs>
1: and, and just to speak as the resident non-Pokemon lover, uh, every time a Pokemon game comes out, I kind of eye it, and I'm kind of like, hmm, I wonder. And I just end up not picking it up. So, between let's go and the one coming out next year, I'm I'm still going to be considering it just as a you know, let's let's see where this series is. I'm I'm mostly just curious at this point,
0: right? Mm. Well, you know, to me, I, I I agree with pretty much everything that you guys have been discussing, and I just feel like since I've been, you know, po- like Kevin said, Pokemon is like a culture of its own, mm-hmm. and I've been there from day one, and and I still play all the mainline games, and I feel like. It's a series that I can definitely nitpick, and I know everything that's bad about it, and there's a lot of it.
2: <laughs> but lot, I forgive
0: yeah. it. I forgive it easily, very easily. Like, mm. I would even say too easily. Because <laughs> I'm always there, you know? Yeah, that's no, no, that's, that's yeah, fair that's... if you
1: actually like it. That's mm-hmm. well, totally understandable. <laughs> if you're one of those players that like keeps going back to it, and like, man, I hate this game, then, then we might have a problem. But as long as you're actually having fun, there's not really a bad way to do that
2: you know that was that was me for call of duty for a while (laughs) a while like (laughs) it's the same formula but you know we still bought it and played together multiplayer with my my college housemates i mean uh it man
0: yeah but you know like it's it's easy it's repetitive Mm -hmm. it's it's a weird kind of boring that you like (laughs) and and that's how i feel like i've always pictured so winter is my favorite season, and there's almost always a Pokemon game during the winter. And if there isn't, it doesn't feel like a real winter to me. <laughs> so that's how big it is. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. See, I've never heard anyone said that, actually. So so like... you're saying it's a real winter this time. Yes.
0: I <laughs> mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, funny enough, last year I did not play Ultra Moon because a lot of the reasons that Kevin listed... I, I appreciate the things that Sun and Moon tried to do. I, mm-hmm. I really do. But I wasn't a, a fan, per se. I, it's, it's very hard for them to, you know, try to appeal to kids today and also try to change it up enough for the longtime fans to be interested and to, to keep at it. So it, it's very difficult. I, I appreciate what they tried. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. So I did not play the game that was out last year. And honestly, yeah, the winter, I... I hardly remember any of it.
2: <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's like... Ugh, wow. I, now that you put it that way, I mean... <laughs> wow, the real winter. I mean, with, with with Pokemon... Like, okay, there's that one thing, right? The Z-move? I didn't really like that. That was just... <laughs> I thought... I, I'm sorry. And I know... And like I said...
1: Welcome to this episode of Kevin Hates Pokemon. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I
2: You know... Y'all gotta hear from me about this, cause like, I just feel like it's. <sighs> I don't nah, think I it was mean, a good design decision. Cause it, uh, excuse me,
1: it's okay, and I, I just, I just think it comes down to, honestly, it just comes down to if these are the games that you like to play, and if they're not the games that you like to play, then why are you playing them? Uh, <laughs> you know, you it's... know
2: that I ask that a lot. Actually, I have such high expectations for Pokemon, and maybe they're unfair, but like, I, I just feel like. At some point, it's like, I want this to be better, better, better. Like, grow with me, you know? Not, like, stay at the same place. And is that unfair? Yes, it is unfair. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm not the most rational guy when it comes to this sort of game. But, like, uh, it. I think it's just my heart just always feeling like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's going to be better. Maybe, you know, the new Pokemon will just hold hold, pretty much, you know, give me enough excitement to play through the game. And in yes. this case, Sun Moon didn't do that. Like. I wasn't that attached to those Pokemon. And, like, and, I mean, credit to Game Freak. Like, they have to constantly think of new Pokemon, like, generation after generation. Like, that is really hard to do. (laughs) I mean, wasn't there a story back in the first Pokemon game where the creator, like, he he almost didn't make it. He almost, the game was, had a small chance of, like, just, there was a small chance that it would actually become what it is now. And, like, he beat the odds. Like, that is incredible. (laughs) Like, the idea of having like being a trainer and, and having these monsters with you. Like it is such a I, I'm sure back in the mid nineties, like I, I'm I'm sure there was a lot of skepticism that was met. It, it, he just pulled it off. And like oh, Man. You <laughs>
0: right, know and it's true in and, and, and you know, here we are talking about the newest game or potential bridge game in in it sounds to me like you you're kinda being forgiven of it too, but you know what's bad about it, but you but you are there. And, you know, <laughs> l- like you said, we're really hyped for the next core series game already. We are, and yeah. And if it tries different things and we don't like it again, we're going to be hyped for the new one, the, the one after that. So it sounds like we're in it for life, and, and no, that's I, not bad, I, you I think,
2: know? Yeah, it's not bad at all. <laughs> oh, man,
0: and just... <laughs> when you think about it, a lot of things don't rely or don't use nostalgia as well as pokemon does you know there're things that we still like from from our childhood or or our younger years and it just doesn't live up to today's standards or or even to our nostalgia but i think like i think pokemon does and and that's why mm-hmm. we're still talking about it
2: oh ash man when is that guy gonna like become an adult?
0: <laughs> never, never, ever, never,
2: never ever. No,
1: no. Like, if you want to see Ash uh, become a, an adult, you're wa- you should watch a Digimon, not Pokemon. Very different. Oh,
2: <laughs> see, that's a series I never got into, which I and I wish I did. But I mean, Pokemon had all my <laughs> attention. So I mean, <laughs> oh man, and Magic the Gathering, but that's different. Anyway, so man, Pokemon, like, and lastly, uh, I, I know we talked a lot. I know we, I know I ranted a lot. Uh, I hope that's hope that answers your question. Uh, and I do apologize. I said this like seven times already, but I do apologize if um, if what I said came out a bit strong. But that's how I feel about Pokemon. I know, and I'm not the only one who feels, feels this way. I'm sure. Like,
1: send all emails to NintendoJumpPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, <laughs> I will forward them directly to Kevin. So <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, you know, I I welcome anybody who wants to ask about more about why i feel this way about pokemon but i mean this is probably the most real i've ever gotten about a certain <laughs> game like it, it and and it's just like something that has affected my life personally hmm. even through depression even through like just just wanting to be accepted I, I i think that's why i i really enjoy playing pokemon uh even now um even though i didn't like sun and moon but <laughs> i still bought it i still right. played enough i still pet the pokemon <laughs> every five freaking seconds like <laughs> <laughs> like no joke like oh man but you know for for me if you have enough time if you have enough in your in your wallet definitely play pokemon let's go if you are a fan if you are a pokemon fan you should play pokemon, pokemon let's go give it a shot and uh you know if you don't like it you just, you just you know you just carry back in <laughs> you know like just, just buy it like I'm, I'm serious like i'm not joking like get a physical copy try it out if you don't like it you know you can just sell it back or something because then and yeah at least or if you really like it just keep it like i i'm, I'm not i'm keeping mine i mean it like nice team team eevee and like <laughs> and i caught pikachu in the viridian forest so i mean i'm all good i got i got both so i mean nice but, uh, <laughs> uh yeah so that was for me, a long-winded answer. You guys made some really good points, and and Daryl, especially you, it's not for everybody. If you're an older person, well, like
1: no, no game is for for everyone, and <laughs> everyone will always like certain games that may fall out of their particular demographic. That's okay, and you know yeah, I'm not okay. in any way condemning that. Look, I I am ridiculously excited for a new Smash Brothers game. Just because you know that's that's just yeah. who i am uh and and i would be for a new Zelda game or a new Mario Kart or, or whatever so the fact that anybody is for Pokemon that makes sense pokemon is if not n- nintendo's number 1 uh n- probably in the top 3 pretty easily you know in mm-hmm. terms of uh sales numbers and how well they do so i mean <laughs> You're in the majority if you like the the series. It's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in any way uh, condemning anybody for it. It's just it's just one of those things that I do think they really really market it to kids, and they really want kids to continue liking it and having their own version of it. And I think I just kind of expect that to continue.
2: Yeah. No, that's a good point. It, it's. Uh, I mean. Gosh, I'm accepting this fate. The I'm next Pokemon is
1: gonna have like all the dances from Fortnite in it. It's gonna be really cool. Oh
0: gosh.
2: You know, why can't they have a Pokemon breeder game? I mean, cause then I—I I mean, if you want to pet Pokemon every five seconds, <laughs> like that's your game. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more than just petting the Pokemon. But I mean, I think that'd be a pretty awesome game. You know, like even like being a Pokemon contest. Oh, what they, what me do you call uh, that?
1: Happy home designer. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and you know from from what we hear the game is selling well, and you know mm. there's also that bundle with really cool color Joy-Con. By the way, oh which...
2: don't even get me started <laughs> with that. Oh my gosh, like I almost voted too. Really <laughs> super duper extra quadruple quintuple whatever. Like I really <laughs> wanted those Joy Cons, and dang it. They only sell with the bundle. I'm like,
0: yeah, ah, oh,
2: man. And then I saw someone on Facebook. Man, she no. got the bundle as an early Christmas gift to herself. And I was like, yo, <laughs> I am so excited for you. Welcome to the Nintendo Switch family. And I barely, t- I don't even talk to this girl as much anymore. But she was someone that I, uh, we went to af- uh, after school with back in high school. And just the fact that she went out her way to buy this, the Pokemon's uh, bundle. I mean, that's also awesome, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm really happy for that, for her and for others who get the bundle. So
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> and you know, here, here's hoping. I mean, Pokemon is huge. Eventually, I'm really hoping that we're able to buy them individually.
2: I hope so too. Because boy, oh boy, I would love <laughs> a pair of Joy Cons like that color, uh, with the the Pikachu yellow, the Eevee golden yellowish. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just. I'm being I think I'm being too greedy cuz I already have two sets of Joy-Cons that I I know uh, s- slap me. But it's just like I uh, they just they're just not you're so nice. Double, double slap. Double slap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man. Man, okay. Uh, but just just to go back to Leslie's point about the the potential lack of hype. I don't know. I mean, it like DeCoy said or <laughs> Man, like Daryl said, it's like eight this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. For anybody who listens to this but does not actually check our our Discord, I am known as Decoy DW. That is why
0: we have all these. <laughs> so, like Daryl said, <laughs> a lot of it has to do with the Pokemon Company marketing to kids. I think a lot of it also has to do with people that pretty much immediately decided they're going to buy. So they're already hyped, (laughs) you know, when they announced the game. I was on that camp. So it it may seem like there's no hype, but the sales are there. And I think, I mean, if we're hoping that Nintendo reaches their fiscal year goal of 20 million Switches. And if they do it, it's going to be because of the Pokemon bundle.
2: And for those who are conflicted, like fans like me who have played through the series and you know, have mixed feelings about Pokemon. And that is why the hype is not as big as it should be. And I I think that, you know, in certain cases, yeah, it should be hyped a bit more, especially for the kids who they're trying to market to. And I think they're all definitely hit on the head with the fact that it's a game that may not be for us anymore. Hard to accept, but, you know, life goes on, and I'm going to stop being philosophical now. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs)
0: But yeah, thank you Lizzie. That that was a great question. Uh, I would even say it was a critical hit. <laughs> you know, you know, th-
2: these are just you're 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 really doing a great job with these. Like
0: <laughs> I fainted. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> any last comments?
2: No. I I am like spent out of things to say. I've ranted. I've said things. May or may not be the right way, but you know what? When when you hear from me, it's gonna be a thousand percent, not a hundred anymore, a thousand percent. So, ah, oh, goodness, I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smash Bros comes out in just about two weeks. So hey, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Lossie, I'm still hyped for Smash. I, I still am. Also, uh, decoy use, That's all I got.
2: That's all you got. That's all I got.
1: I, yeah. I know. Yep. Not sure if effective or not.
2: <laughs> nah, I don't think so.
0: But, you know, these two weeks are going to go by extra fast with Pokemon. I, I, I would say that. Cool. <laughs> and with that, let's go ahead and jump on out of here. So, thanks mm-hmm. so much for listening. If you haven't done so, feel free to join our Discord group. There's a link to it in the description of this episode. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump. We have a Facebook group as well, so you can join us there. Our episodes are on YouTube, so feel free to leave us a comment about our thoughts on Pokemon, your own thoughts, how you feel about the series, if there's nostalgia too much going on in there, or whatever you decide. Or you can also leave us any comment about our podcast in general, or any future topic ideas that you would like us to talk about. You can also send those to us via email at nintendojumppodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please leave us a review in the podcast application of your choice, we would really appreciate it and it would allow us to reach other listeners like you that would enjoy the podcast. Once again, this is Sergio. And on behalf of Pokemon Let's Go Daryl and Pokemon Let's Go Kevin, thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.
2: Take care, everybody. See you later. Or smell you later. Ooh, smell you later. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Eevee
1: forever. Yeah.